Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman at uh, the picturesque Cobham Oval in Whangarei. Travelled up two hours north from Auckland this morning to catch up with a little bit of cricket. And me old mate Darren Goff, who uh, usually when we're watching cricket, we're on the same side of the fence. Not today, because uh, the main man's got his England uh, tracksuit on. How's it feel being back in the camp? Yeah, I've got a full tracksuit on, mate. Been here a couple of weeks. It's lovely. Uh, got good weather today. It's been a bit mixed, but uh, it's just great to be part of it. Um, great bunch of lads. Uh, really enjoyed the past week working with the bowlers. In fact, working with the whole team because the one days have been going on, and uh, obviously the coaches have had a job to do. So me and Graham Thorpe have been alongside the Test players when they arrived in Auckland. Good week's practice preparation here at the Cobham Oval, as you said. A good wicket, good, great practice facilities. And do you know something? I forgot how fit you have to be to be a coach. A lot of throwing, a lot of bowling, a lot of batting against the spinners and uh, really enjoyed it. Well, I've just been watching you actually. A pad on, no box, batting uh, against uh, Jack Leach. And, you know, I suppose when people are thinking of Darren Goff coming back into the setup, they're thinking, right, he's going to get all the bowlers bowling 90 mile an hour, Yorkers at the death, um, white ball, red ball, whatever. But, you know, you come into a side here with a slow left armour, you've got the raw pace uh, and exciting talent of Joffre Archer. You've got a guy, Stuart Broad, he took more wickets than you did. Mm. You know, you've got uh, Chris Wokes, left armour Sam Curran. I mean, that's a real mixed bag. So, how do you go about approaching such a um, such differing tasks, I suppose? And we've also got a youngster in uh, Saqib Mahmood and another youngster from Lancashire, uh, Parky, who's bowling uh, uh, as we're speaking at the moment. As you said, I think the most important thing is not trying to be too technical to all the bowlers. Uh, they know what they're doing. These guys have been on the circuit now for a long, long time, working with a lot of coaches around the ECB and county setup. You come in, you watch, you pass on advice. Obviously, I had a great record away from home, a good record, a better record than I did at home playing for England. So I think that comes into a few of the senior players' uh, minds. Uh, Stuart Broad and, and Wokesy asking me the lengths I bowled with a kookaburra, what's it like touring New Zealand, what lengths did you find worked? 
And it's exactly as I thought it would be, this pitch. Swings the first five or six overs, then goes pretty flat. It becomes hard for the seamers. Um, and then you've you got to work hard. You've got to find a way to take wickets and not go for runs. And if that means adjusting the field accordingly, you have to do that. And I think, as you noticed today, uh, watching Chris Wokes, I think uh, he made slight changes in the field, which you might not have seen before. And any advice I can pass on whatsoever, if they take it on board and use, um, I'll be usually honoured. And, and like I said, I think it's just talking to the lads, using my personality, which is the reason they want me here. I'm fun to be around the dressing room. I know a lot of talk sport people might not believe that, but fun to be around a team, and um, I've really enjoyed it. Well, I can vouch for you. You are fun to be around. We certainly had a good time in Sri Lanka and the West Indies. But you know, were there some nerves there when you came back into this? I mean, you don't come across as someone who's particularly nervous, but you know, walking back into that dressing room after all those uh, years, were there a few butterflies? Of course there were, yeah. And like I say, you're coming in, these guys have been critical of some of them um, in the past, you know what I mean? Uh, but they understand. When I say it, I don't say it to make an headline. I actually say it because I mean it. I speak from the heart. I want England to do well. I always have done. Very passionate about sport or cricket. And um, when I say stuff, I say it for a reason. If they want an explanation uh, on why I say stuff, I'm, I'm quite open to give them an honest answer from someone who wants them to do well. So I think they understand that. They admire the fact uh, the work I do on TalkSport. A lot of them actually do listen. We've had a lot of chats about uh, my show since I've been out here. Uh, and like I say, to be, to be asked to do this while you're still a broadcaster, still got a national radio show to do every day, four till seven, commentary on TalkSport 2 this winter. We're going to be out in South Africa. I'm going to be commentating on these same guys in another four weeks. Uh, it's kind of weird. Um, uh, but watching them all work, the hardest thing is, and what I'm most nervous about is using this thing I've got in my hand at the minute. It's called a dog stick. Now, I've got three dogs at home, um, and I'm used to throwing the ball to the dog in the field. But when you get in the nets and you're throwing it at a batsman, it's a different ball game, mate. Very nervy. You're both beamers, bouncers. Uh, and I've seen a few come over with uh, getting it in the ribs by collie. It's always a test. And uh, so I haven't had the... Uh, the nerve yet to throw it at a batsman. Someone over the next few days is going to get it, but uh, at the minute I ain't got the uh, the nerve to do it. Is it the same game that you left all those years ago? Well, it's more exciting. Uh, the batsmen play more shots, but basically uh, it's exactly the same. If this game, you've got two batsmen, have got 100. England went and got a huge score of uh, 400. That's the idea. If you're going to win a game of cricket, you have to bat well in the first innings and then bowl the opposition out twice. And I'm sure that's the way England want to play. Chris Silverwood will try and, I would say, will try annoying him since I've been a kid. Will try and bring a bit of steel uh, back into English cricket. It's got all the style. It's got all the uh, some great players. We saw that in the one-day game. But it's all about now the test game. I want to keep improving. Got some terrific talents, but you need competition for places. And I think it's brilliant, brilliant for England when you've got two debutants have come into this game, Sibley and Crawley, and put a marker down, 200s. I think it's absolutely superb, and that sets a real example to some of the senior players. But oh, hang on a minute, we've got some good young players here. We've got Pope as well. So these guys now, the senior players, have to go and get runs as well, and I think it's great competition. Well, I caught up with one of the youngsters. He's been in and around the side for a couple of years, but he actually made his T20 debut just five matches ago here in New Zealand. Uh, Sam Curran spoke after uh, day two of this warm-up here in Whangarei. Well, I'm pleased to say Sam Curran is alongside me on the outfield here at the Cobham Oval. What a beautiful side it is. And uh, like myself, Sam, you've been in New Zealand now for a few weeks, acclimatised and, well, fresh from that T20 series. Let me just quickly ask you about that. 
It surprised many people watching that you made your debut in that series. You seem to have been part and parcel of the side for a number of years now. But how did you find it? Um, there can't be too many players, actually, that have played in the IPL before they've played for England. But uh, how, do you feel, how do you feel it went? Yeah, it was good, obviously. Nice nice series. Great way to win the, win the series with a Super Over, which was um, my first time being involved in a Super Over, which was great. There was a lot of talk about the World Cup final, all the jokes going around during the join the game will it be a tie all the things like that which was exciting but no it was really really nice to be involved in the squads and as you said it probably surprised me that it was my debut in a way that I've been around the, the squads for a while probably haven't got my T20 debut but I felt um didn't feel too out of place it felt like I'd play a lot of T20 cricket around the world with IPL and T20 blasts and things like that so felt like I went really well in my own game and it, obviously the main thing was to get a team series victory which is good Opening the bowling with your brother. I mean, we at Surrey, um, they seem to you know, produce these uh, international professional cricket-playing brothers, but that must have been something special as well. Yeah, it was obviously really special. We've done it in a lot over the years for Surrey, which is always special going out for Surrey, but um, to do it for England's a, a notch above, I think. That's what you dream of as kids and as a family, is playing with your brothers and... Um, you take it back to those guard, back garden days where you kind of mess around in the garden, but now you're doing it on the big stage in front of the whole world, which is um, really exciting. And uh, it was great. We had good series as uh, as a bowling group, so it was good. Um, so looking ahead to this Test series coming up, uh, if it wasn't for a, a migraine for Sakib Mahmood, you wouldn't have played in this warm-up actually. So I guess that's um, well. When did you find out that you were going to be playing? Um, and I suppose you leaping at the opportunity, really. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, Ruchi came up to me yesterday and said I'll probably miss out these couple of days, get my training done around the game because obviously I've been out here for a while and have acclimatised conditions. But um, no, there's nothing better than um, preparation out in the middle. So when he told me that, unfortunately, Saqib was unwell this morning, I'd, I snatched his hand off to go and bowl some overs in the middle because you can't replicate um, game time in the in the nets. So it was nice to get out there and um, a n- nice ground. And I thought the the New Zealand eleven batted really well as well. Now, you've played out here before, of course. You were the overseas pro for Auckland Aces a couple of years ago. That's not bad going for someone who's still a teenager at that time. But, you know, what differences do you find playing out here in New Zealand? Have you had to adapt your game to suit the conditions in a way that maybe um, would have been a a little bit of a surprise before you played here? Uh, In a way, because obviously I've only played wide ball cricket for the Aces. I played for them in the T20 comp uh, a couple of years ago. But... uh, it's my first time playing with the red red ball here, which is was obviously interesting to see how the ball played today. Um, I thought uh, the condition was pretty good wicket. The boys stuck at it pretty well throughout the day. There was we spoke about just kind of each bowler, each seamer getting probably ten overs under their belt and um, just getting the as you'd say the flight out of their legs because it's the first time the Test boys have had a bowl outdoors and at some batters. So that's uh, was a positive. But um, no, there's things we'll take definitely from this game. We're day off tomorrow and then the. Really exciting three-day first-class fixture versus the, the strong New Zealand A side. So you've played international cricket for England now in all three formats. I mean, how which format do you think suits your game the best? I wouldn't I wouldn't pinpoint one. I like to think I can contribute with bat and ball in all formats. But um, you'd probably say right now my success has been in Test cricket in terms of the amount of games I've played, and so I find probably. I'm probably in my best at the minute, maybe in Test cricket, because I played it a lot more. But I felt like I gained a lot of experience over the T20 series, and I felt like I did really, I did what I wanted to do, and I executed my skills as well as I would have liked. But maybe a few more runs, but that's you get that you kind of get as an all-round. You score runs one day, and you take wickets another. So, um, but definitely, I'm really excited to um, get the whites back on, and hopefully, if I get the nod and come next week, we'll be 
giving it uh, a good go. So, yeah, really excited. And before I let you go, uh, TalkSport's very own Darren Goff, back in the England camp for the first time in a few years. What's it been like being coached by him? Yeah, obviously really exciting as a young youngster growing up. I obviously saw Goffy Bowley on TV a lot and it's the first time I've actually spent some real time with him. So he, he's got a great cricketing brain and great, great knowledge for us to um, pick. I've only had two sessions with him, but um, he's already mentioned a lot of things that um, I could use from his bowling and things like that. A few tactics with the with the ball when you're abroad and things like that, which has been really nice. And um, just to chat to someone who's played a lot of cricket for England and brings that experience to the group where... If you get another bowling coach that maybe hasn't played much for England, you obviously got to prick their brains, whereas I pick all the bowlers' brains, Brodie, Anderson, these kind of guys, and um, Goffey to have played abroad so much and uh, well-known for his Yorkers in reverse swing and like that. That's all really exciting for me as a youngster to kind of want to replicate, but um, and I'm sure I'll make the most of it over the next few days whilst he's here because um, I think he heads off before the first test. Sam Curran speaking there. You know whether he plays in that first test match, we just have to wait and see. It seems to be a toss-up between himself and Wokes. I'm not going to uh, ask you to divulge secrets from the dressing room, but, you know, I asked him the question. He's played international cricket for England in all three formats now. You know, which... Which format of the game suits him the best? I mean, where do you see him? Or is he going to be a triple threat, a Ben Stokes type character who can turn out in all three? Well, I think at this level now, test level, this is a learning curve. Uh, in England, I've seen him bowl beautifully in English conditions, ball swinging around. He's not a 90 miles an hour bowler, he knows that. But i tell you what, he's got some serious talent, got a great wrist position. He's got what I've seen, um, he's desperate to learn, he's desperate to improve. He's working on a few things now. Um, which he's tried out in this game, which I'm really impressed by because he's trying to impress the guys to play in that first test, but he's also working on areas he knows he needs to work on. Um, And I think that shows the talent he's got and that shows the hunger he's got to keep improving. At the moment, uh, my personal opinion is, but his batting is absolutely superb. His bowling um, is suited to the ball swinging. And that's why, with a new ball, it could be very, very dangerous. Still a long way to go for him, but one day cricket, I think he's one of the first names on the sheet now. I think the way he strikes the ball, good fielder, uh, ball well with a new ball in the 20, T20 series, can ball at the death, got a good slower ball. Uh, and this is the game he'll want to really excel at, though, test cricket. I could tell by chatting to him, test cricket is where he really wants to excel. And it's not easy. But all these bowlers, like I said, going away from home, not bowling in English conditions, it's a real, real test. And if you want to be the real best, you've got to bowl well in all conditions. Well, you were certainly someone who was the best and, uh, and pretty much did that. Uh, I'm taking you away from your day job, which is uh, coaching for England. Uh, we will be back in our other day jobs in a couple of months' time. Well, no, a month's time. Uh, next uh, month in South Africa. But, uh, well, it's nice to see you in another country together. We can notch off the list. Well, uh, if we're going to be honest now, now, you've got, uh, now you're the producer this winter. Um, mm. I'd like to see you buy me a pint. Cheers, mate. See you in South Africa. Well, the pound to the round is pretty good at the moment, so I reckon I can do that. Uh, Goffey's uh, making his way back to the pavilion. Uh, That brings us to the end of another show. We will be back. In fact, Goffey will be back. An interview with Ben Stokes. Uh, He sat down with Stokes uh, last month uh, and sat back and uh, looked at his career, looked at the future and uh, really touched base with where Stokes is as an individual man and also a cricketer. So we'll be bringing that to you on the following on podcast later this week. But subscribe and review on Acast and iTunes. Thanks for listening.
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 